This is the ERP Advisor. Today's episode, building enterprise value with your ERP software strategy. for joining us for today's call, Building Enterprise Value with Your ERP Software Strategy. Sean Wendell is our speaker for today. Sean is the founder and managing principal of ERP Advisors Group based in Denver, Colorado. ERP Advisors Group is one of the country's top independent enterprise software advisory firms. ERP Advisors Group advises mid to large businesses on selecting and implementing business applications from enterprise resource planning, customer relationship management, human capital management, business intelligence, and other enterprise applications, which equate to millions of dollars in software deals across many industries. On today's call, Sean will discuss how to put in place an effective software strategy to increase your company value and specifically what should happen after implementation and how to maximize your total cost of ownership. Sean, can I pass it to you? Sure. Thanks, Juliet. I appreciate it. And my sound is okay? Yes, sounds great. Good. Okay, perfect. Thank you. I, as always, appreciate your introduction. Um, sure. It's good to uh, chat with you all today about kind of a fun topic um, when we spend a lot of time with clients on um, just software and do they need software or not and what's the best fit and how do you implement um, to make a project successful. But But I like this topic because it really does kind of focus on the why you go through this process uh, Uh, dream. It could be a dream. There's different kinds of dreams. There's really good kinds of dreams. And then there's dreams that aren't so good called nightmares. Um, We tend to try to keep our clients away from uh, the nightmares. But it's true. There's a lot of work that goes into software. And um, sometimes you just have to stop and say, well, why are we doing this? And one of the major, most important, compelling reasons is exactly the topic of today, which is building enterprise value with your ERP software and your ERP software strategy. So um, I'm going to talk to you today a little bit about um, a, a couple of things as it relates to um, building enterprise value as, as enterprise software um, relates to building enterprise value. Lots of enterprises today. Um, um, I'm going to talk to you about um, what the ERP investment is made up of. This is a quick summary. If you'd like more details on that, we have a lot more calls you can look at for that and listen to. I'm going to talk about the go-live process and what that means. And then I'm going to get into post-go-live and where we see a lot of companies get most of the benefit out of their ERPs and then talk to um, specific ways in which company value is improved and increased through software. So we've got a lot to cover here. Um, let me start again by talking about the ERP investment. So as we talked about in the description of this um, this call, we say uh, new ERP systems are a huge investment of resources, time, and money. We kind of chose the order um, of listing those those items, if you will, by what really is the biggest um, areas of investment, frankly. So when we talk about resources, we are talking about your people and you. So if you're going through an ERP implementation, um, you know, you can be at the highest of level, all the way to an executive sponsor, to a project manager, to a business analyst, to an end user. Usually everybody in the company is impacted by one of these projects. So um, the resources, the people um, that are required and the expertise that's required to do these types of projects is significant. So there's an internal cost, if you will, to internal people, as well as there's often external people that you'll need to do one of these projects, hopefully. 
you don't want these people sticking around afterwards because they're usually super expensive and um, kind of ERP resources um, can come and do what they need to do. They're so specialized and then they go away. So lots of resources involved in a project. And then from a time perspective, if you think about by the time you actually go live, oftentimes our clients have talked about um, software projects for years, could be five years, could be 10 years, could be a couple years. But the actual time that's required, if you start the stopwatch at, hey, I think we need new software to then you stop it at we are live and we're running and we're successful. Uh, it's a lot of time. So a lot of attention, more time, more attention kind of goes into these things. And then, of course, you have cash, you know, hard, cold cash that you're paying to um, external people that you might even pay for your internal people for bonuses on doing an ERP project because often it becomes their, not their day job, nor their evening job, which they probably already have, but their weekend job or the in-between job. Um, so there's usually some, some cash that's paid for bonuses to people doing projects. But you also have the money for the software and for the technical resources, too, of course, that you're paying to do the project. So there's a huge investment. I like that phrase, huge investment in resources, time and money. And ultimately, right, we are looking for a ERP software that we use all the time, we use all the resources and the money to be alive on the software, meaning it actually runs. So now all of a sudden we went from whatever we had before to now we have a software application that runs our business. Well, it doesn't exactly run the business. People still do that, but it helps to automate a lot of processes anywhere from uh, creating invoices automatically to uh, being able to manage our purchase orders and blanket orders and um, even doing our financial statements. But these are really just tools that people are using to kind of automate their job. But that's the ultimate value that, that we see from enterprise software is um, automation and enabling people to make better decisions from information that they maybe didn't have before. So that go live period is really, really important for maybe a month, two, three, four, five, six months, let's say one to six months where the company, the organization even um, could be a nonprofit, could be a government um, organization that implements the software is now running um, their their business processes within the software. So, so taking that investment and turned it actually into, now we're running, I'll just say the business generically, but again, it could be other types of organizations. So fine, we're running the business on the ERP software. Have we really built a lot of enterprise value from that? You know, honestly, not so much after go live, to be totally honest with you. These are like confessions of an ERP consultant. Um, uh, the value comes later. The This kind of burn-in period is a time where everybody gets used to the software, the new application. They're doing what they used to do before, but now they do it a little bit differently. Um, hopefully, they do it uh, differently in a better way. Um, our clients do. That's all I can say. <laughs> um so so we're really looking for that go-live period, like I said, maybe one to six months of getting the software really, again, I like the phrase burned in, where everybody's doing what they used to do before. Now they're doing it um, differently in the new software, a little bit better, and most likely they're able to leverage some functionality that they didn't used to have in their legacy system. So there's, there's some value that's being created, but like I said, it's, it's actually quite minimal at this point. So the real value comes in 
kind of after that post-go-live burn-in period. And that's where we see like the technical teams being able to kind of develop what we call the fun stuff. Um, those are things like the, the really specialized functionality that didn't get implemented in phase one, that now we can do it now that we're into the new product and we're, we're able to kind of operate the kind of core business from it. And that might be something like if we implemented a manufacturing ERP, so for manufacturing execution systems, we've automated the shop floor and we, we're gathering all this data um, on kind of how things are really working on the shop floor. Well, now, after that go-live period, in the post-go-live period, we might have a phase two project where we're actually able now to do advanced scheduling or advanced planning and scheduling. So we have a bunch of data in the application after six months. And now we can really utilize that data and leverage it to create plans that are based on actual data. So that's an example of some of the fun stuff that we see. We also see some fun stuff around some reports for sure, but also business intelligence and analytics and even some of the corporate performance management where we're doing forecasting planning on a kind of a whole new level because we have all the base transactions automated. Now we can layer in some of these analytics to kind of pull different data from different departments together to be able to see some trends that we couldn't do that before because we didn't have the software in place. And I think the other thing that you see in kind of this post-go-live period too is, is really building out some, some business process automation solutions. So, so maybe now that we have, let's say, our, our orders, all of them are in the system, our billing kind of rules are set up. This is maybe now where we start to see some uh, very specific functionality of here. Our contracts all have escalators on them for recruit revenue business that after the first year of service, they all go up 3%. Well, the system just, you know, PMH, poof, magic happens. And now all of a sudden, all of the invoicing goes up by 3%. So there's some really cool, fun stuff that happens kind of that uh, in that post-go-live period. So it, it really company value for or building kind of company value, enterprise value from these ERP systems, it really comes after that post-go-live period. So if um, we sold software, it might say something different, frankly. Um, and sometimes um, our clients are in, uh, they're in bad shape with their existing, their legacy software. And we might not, you know, kind of get into this enterprise value discussion and the duration that it takes to achieve it very honestly because they just have to switch like sometimes you just have to do it right um but um, when we really look across all of our clients that's where we see the enterprise value really come in is probably about a year or even a little bit longer after go live after that burn-in period and then even the post go live where we start to see some of the fun stuff being implemented now, all of a sudden, the companies can kind of look back and say, holy moly, you know, we were, we were in this application where the, the, the lady who wrote it, the one lady, she's retiring and, uh, you know, she's, she, she's gone. She, she went off and moved to Florida or wherever it was. And, and we're not dependent on that person anymore. Um, you know, you can kind of look back at some of the challenges like that, or we've had other clients in the past that look back and said, oh, we had all these applications. Now we have just this one and our business just functions so much more clearly. Or we have other clients that say, 
you know, the reports that we're so used to today, I don't know how we were able to manage and conduct business um, several years ago when we didn't have those. So, so the key point is that this, we're really talking about multi-year kind of process, not to implement, but, and I really need all of you to get that. The implementation can be much, much shorter. But what we're talking about is really people changing the way that they interact and conduct business with the software. And that can take multiple years for people to really get used to and, again, to kind of change their behaviors. So building enterprise value uh, with your ERP software and the right strategy to do it, as I've said, to kind of look at it a little bit longer term. Um, that's the first thing. The second thing is, is definitely, definitely create kind of a stair step or a gradient approach to where you, um, we've been in many meetings the last couple of days where you hear this crawl, walk, run concept. And it is kind of like that, where the first stage is let's just replace what we have with something that will do what we have and then maybe a little bit more. And then the second phase is let's burn it in. Let's make sure it's working. Let's use it fully to, to the most extent that we can with the application as is. And then the run stage is really being able to, to do some ongoing development of the fun stuff, the automation, the reporting, the analytics, um, budgeting and planning, forecasting, some of those really fun things that, that really make the application stand out. Um, those, those three steps are super, super important. And the last thing around kind of this, this, this company um, enterprise value um, that I wanted to talk to you today about is if you look at the value that an ERP provides for an organization, sometimes the easiest way to see that is, well, if we were to sell the business or to be bought, what kind of a discount would we have to provide to the acquirer because of the current state of our applications. So we've been part of due diligence deals and have had clients that have either acquired or have been acquired where we've heard that the acquirer says, uh, yeah, I get your company value is this, but we're going to knock off a million dollars because we have to put in a new system. So right there, you see that the value of the business kind of goes down just from the state of the enterprise software much less if they're actually using the ERP to, to do some of the things that we talked about, where they're able to just make more money because they're, they're leveraging the software in a better way. So, so I want you to know that this enterprise value is not just some intangible thing from enterprise software, that there are, are truly measurements that can be put in place today, even before an acquisition, to say, okay, how much, how much revenue, how much, how much revenue have we um, increased the, with this application? How many costs have we decreased with this application? Um, it's really about it from the income statement, right? That drives profitability. And then you can also look at it from if we were to get purchased, what kind of a discount would we have to offer to a business that was going to come in and buy us or to an organization that would come in and buy us? So this, this, again, this concept of enterprise value gets very lost, I think, on most um, of the technical teams, especially in the technical resources that we work with on these projects. Maybe 5% of the focus is on enterprise value to start, and then 95% of the focus becomes all the technical stuff required to actually get software in place. 
But then that 5% focus kind of comes back after the app is in, and that's where you can see the real value being created. So just, just to kind of summarize, um, the, the, the key thing that I would definitely leave with you all here on this concept is if you're not thinking about ERP from an enterprise value perspective, I wouldn't do it because most likely um, the reasons why you're looking at ERP, if it's not, if you can't map it back to something that's going to create value for the organization, you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Now, like I mentioned earlier, if you have a legacy person that supports your app um, and you're worried that that person's going to, you know, uh, on the way to pick up the lottery tickets that they won, get hit by a bus or however you mix those analogies together, um, if you're worried about them leaving, basically, um, realize that that is a great example of, of enterprise software driving um, enterprise value because now, again, you have something, you're utilizing a platform to run your business that another organization can come in and say, you know what, we don't have to replace that or that it's safer. So really ERP has to be driven from that enterprise value and not just from some pie in the sky thing, but I hope from this discussion, a lot of specifics that I'm throwing out here, there's some very measurable criteria that you can use to drive that. And hey, that may also help drive your ERP project for you too, if you're thinking, well, should we do this or not? Okay, yes, it'll drive ERP, it'll, it'll drive enterprise value, and here's the four or five ways you can do it. So um, I'm, I'm a little bit kind of shooting some ideas here to you. Um, we can talk more about this anytime. Give us a call. We can set up an introductory call, but I think those are some key points that I wanted you all to have on building enterprise value with your ERP software strategy. Juliet, I'll pass it back to you. Okay, great, Sean. Thanks. A lot of great information. And as Sean said, um, if you have any questions or um, we can do anything to help, reach out. You can email us, call us. We're happy to help. Uh, thank you for joining us for today's call. Our next call is scheduled for June 11th, how manufacturing is benefiting from modern ERP. In this next Excuse me, next edition of the ERP Advisor, we will explore how new ERP manufacturing software can help automate most business operations and how businesses are using automation to be more competitive and proactive. Please go to our website, erpadvisorsgroup.com, for more details and to register. Thanks again, everyone. We'll see you next month. Bye-bye. ERP Advisors Group is one of the country's top independent enterprise software consulting firms, advising mid to large sized businesses on selecting and implementing business applications, including ERP, CRM, HCM, business intelligence, and other enterprise applications, which equate to millions of dollars in software deals each year across many industries. This has been the ERP Advisor.